Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. Maybe it's because I'm a sports guy, but I am definitely a sucker for a comeback story. And today we're going to discuss Pudgy Penguins, which in my opinion, one of the best comeback stories in all of Web3. Now, Pudgy Penguins originally minted back in July of 2021. During this time, this was the peak animal profile picture craze. That was when the lions and the apes and the bears and the tigers, oh my, like everything is coming out. All these different projects, and they even had the alliteration of the double P's, the Pudgy penguins try to say that 10 times fast so everything was going on during this time it really fit the mold and the flavor of the season of everything that was happening in the nft space and this thing was 8888 at 0.3 eth and at the price of that time ethereum was running about two thousand dollars so we're talking about a sixty dollar mint very affordable, even by those standards of that day. And this netted the project about $500,000, give or take, right? Depending where ETH is for that particular day. So it's a good amount, successful. However, within the upcoming months, it was basically pronounced a rug pull and the community was starting to fall apart. There are people that were shaky exiting the project. However, the comeback story part of the story is that they are basically now one of the standards, the blue chips, right? So it is under new management and some great things have happened. And that's what we're going to discuss today. So something that I like to do is just search around for undervalued assets. This really started during the 2008 financial crisis when everything was just falling apart. Banks were closing. Stocks were just on record lows, all sorts of craziness was happening. I started to look around for uh, various businesses that were selling. People were closing the doors and just going out. I was looking at real estate. I remember walking around the neighborhood and just trying to find these raggedy, depreciated houses and try to see what they're selling for. During this time, a lot of foreclosures and everything and trying to just do the math to see, well, what is these things actually worth? And I remember walking through my neighborhood at the time and I saw a house in a nice village area of the town, which is a very expensive to live there. But for whatever reason, on this one particular lot, there was a small little house and it was selling for something ridiculous like $8,000. And this was 2008. Just to give you comparison, now in today's market and everything, that same house would probably be going for closer to about $300,000, right? So very different times. And it was just cool to walk around the neighborhood. Obviously, during that time, I didn't have the $80,000, but it was just cool to find a project like that or a property like that, I should say, that was truly undervalued. And even in this whole NFT Web3 space, there's a lot of things that I have been buying. Why my liquidity is all tied up right now is because so many things, in my opinion, were undervalued. And I was just diving into projects that I could not afford at the beginning of all this craze. And I was seeing the opportunity to get into some great ones and just really get that on the bottom floor. So being able to see this thing as a depreciated asset was one of the th crazy things where the community wanted to take over. They wanted to push out the original founders because they were making a fortune on empty promises. Now, taking over a project, first of all, that is not an easy task because the person who controls the smart contract essentially is the owner of that project. I, well, I shouldn't say the owner of the project. Is the controller of the project, I guess you say, the manager of the project because essentially the people who own the NFTs are the owners. But 
using traditional methods as far as businesses and corporations and such, technically speaking, yes, the shareholders are all the owners. However, we look at the CEO and the person who might be the chairman, the majority shareholder, whatever, and we think that that's the owner, right? Sort of the same thing. So it's really a slip of the tongue. So used to that for model of things and not necessarily thinking of all of this in Web3. However, what I'm trying to say with all of this is they changed out the team and they ended up doing that by a sale. Now, the community managers or the founders of the original project, they basically were using this as a personal bank account. This thing had very high volumes and they were making a fortune on it besides that $500,000 at the initial mint, roughly. It has a 5% royalty and at the point of recording this, it is 61,000 ETH traded. So that is a ridiculous amount of money. With that 5% royalty, that's over 3,000 ETH of royalty. And even at today's prices, that's four and a half million dollars, nine X of what it minted out for. So four and a half million dollars, you know, you can't live on that, but it is a very nice start. Just kidding. No, that is a lot of money. You can absolutely live on that and have a fortune and just just do some amazing things. However, Apparently, it wasn't enough to fund all of those projects that they had promised. And frankly, I don't even think those assets or those funds were ever allocated to those promises anyways. It was just empty promises to push up the price. And needless to say, everything all fell apart. The founder of OpenDAO, 9x9x, had a conversation and a thread that he put out saying that he had a conversations with the founders and the team the project is really in shambles. And during that time, they were trying to sell it and unload this thing as a shell corporation, meaning that there was nothing on the inside and it was really just the contract and the project itself. But all the funds, everything was not going in and they wanted to sell it, I believe, for 888. So, of course, those negotiations fell apart and it ended up being publicly tweeted. And once everything was saying that it was all a lie and was disputed, well, he had the proof there, screenshot everything, posted it. So all that drama is going on, but eventually they got a sale. Now, the person who's the CEO that is running it is a guy by the name of Luca Nets, who's committed to executing some of those promises and really adding value back to the community, getting it to be where it needs to be. And it's just absolutely amazing to see that at this point right now, the Pudgy Penguins are back and they are one of the hot topics within the Web3 space. And that is really not an easy thing to do. But so far, they've been able to accomplish it. It has a 3.5 ETH floor right now to get into the project. And again, very few projects breaks that one ETH, but they are three and a half times that. Pretty impressive. But most importantly, the thing that Luca has over the original founders or whoever might have taken over this thing is that the community supports him, is truly behind him, and they're excited to finally see some of those promises being fulfilled. So that brings me to the broader landscape of things and say, well, what else is there out there? Is it possible to take over a project and just basically become the new CEO of it? Well, yes, absolutely. You can either buy the tokens or have some sort of contractual agreement where the smart contract with all the NFTs and the coding and all that stuff, I should say, is stored on to make the NFTs. Whoever controls that really controls the project for the most part. But I'll spare you all the details to say that this is definitely a work in progress. They're rolling things out. They're funding the ship from port to port as they stop from one 
thing on the roadmap or the plans within the community to the next. And the results have been pretty impressive so far. As I said, I love rooting for the underdogs. I love a great comeback story such as Rocky and just someone who had no odds to ever become the champion and became a champion. Well, that sports love of the underdog and everything really carries over into business and in life in general. And when a project does something like this, takes over, is basically pronounced dead as far as what's going on with those original founders and to getting back to where it is right now, way out of my price range. And I'm not in the project, but I'm definitely keeping a close eye on them. I think it's very interesting the things that they are doing. And if they roll out even half of those promises that were made by the original founder, I think the community, the project will be in a great and interesting space. And I'm sure I'm going to have to cover them more because a lot of promises were made. Now, the direction where it is going to go, obviously, this is up to the new management team and the community. It can go anywhere. They can keep any of those elements or they could just basically scrap everything, start from scratch is using the name as IP. But who knows where it's going to go? Very excited either way. So hopefully you found this very interesting. I would love to know your thoughts on the Pudgy Penguins or any other project for that matter that really went up and crashed back down and has a fighting chance to really get back to where it was or even surpass that. Love hearing those stories. Please feel free to reach out to me at Tropic Vibes on Twitter. But as usual, I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to this as we're learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.